Welcome to Anchored with Mike Robinson. As you listen today, you will discover what it means to have Jesus Christ as the anchor of your soul. Let's discover him and find purpose today. I want to talk about something today here on Anchored that's very, it's very near and dear to my heart, friends. Uh, it's about growing up in God, maturing as a child of God, walking as a disciple. You know, it's very important uh, to God and to me that you make it. I believe God enjoys seeing us have victory, and, and God wants us to grow up. And he's He set it up so we would grow. Um, you know, he talks about the milk of the word and then the meat of the word and us growing up. And I want to start today in Ephesians chapter 4, and not get ahead of myself, but I want to start in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. And it says this. It says, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. You know, he wants his body, the church to be edified. And as we, as we edify one another, we create community and we need community in a world of division. We need community. We need to come together in community. We need to see the importance of coming together in community. In verse 13, it says, till we all come, all of us come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the son of God to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Wow. What a sight to set. God believes that, um, we will make this mark that we all come into unity in the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, I, I think we really have to grow to get there. Um, verse 14, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness and deceitful plotting. In verse 15, it says, but speaking the truth in love, speaking the truth in love, not just love, not just Truth, but truth in love, that we may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share. It causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Now, I just want to say right there that there's so much in this, just this in verse 15 and 16, we could, we could go a long time on that, but I'm going to try for time to just share a message that could help us to mature or grow up. And the first thing I've found that in, in maturing or growing up myself, and as I watch people, as I pastor, have pastored people for over 30 years, the first thing I believe that we must, we must be committed to growth. You know, we shouldn't just be committed when we're a new Christian, but we must stay committed to growth. You know, I want to go to another scripture and in, in with Jesus and uh, saying in, in Luke 9 and 23, he said in verse 23, he said to them, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what profit is a man if he gains the whole world and himself is destroyed or lost. For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes 
in his own glory and his father and, and the holy angels. But I tell you truly, there, is, there are some standing here who shall not taste death till they see the kingdom of God. I love that in verse 23, he says, if anyone desires to follow me, there's a daily dying to self, a daily dying to self-centeredness. We have to be committed to growth. But at the same time, as we commit ourselves to growth, we'll find out that there's a daily um, dying to self and, and self-centeredness. It kind of goes in proportion one with the other. Jesus was trying to find out here in, in Luke 9, was his audience just interested or were they committed? There's a big difference. Um, I've heard it said many times that, that there's a big difference between people who are interested and people who are committed. But when we're committed, there's no more excuses. If you're committed to growth, you'll find a way. I love people come and ask me questions and say, Pastor, how can I grow? Or Pastor, I'm having a difficult time reading. How can I get a Bible that I can understand? Or can you help me? And, and I can see that there's, there's no excuses. They're not making excuses that they're, they're having difficulty understanding. They're saying, help me find a way in. I'm committed to growing. And you know, a podcast is a way we can grow listening to a podcast, getting the word of God in us. There's so, there's so many kinds of ways to get the word anymore, you know, and audibly we can get the word, but we can, we can, there's ways to find a way in with no excuses to growth. You know, when we're interested, we just do, we just look for growth when it's convenient or when we're going through a hard time. But when we're committed to growth, we make it a daily part of our life, just like eating, just like breathing, just like sleeping, you know, <laughs> here's the, here's the thing. Many people think that God is looking for perfect people. No, he's looking for committed people. He's looking for faithful people that he can make able to do what he's called them to do. I believe it's you today. You know, I don't, I don't think you can be truly successful in anything in life without commitment, not marriage, not your education, your career, uh, sports, parenting, hobbies, whatever it is, if you're going to be successful at it, you must be committed. Why do some Christians think that they can just sit back and, you know, get saved and then just sit back? It, it doesn't work that way. When once we, once we become a Christ follower, once we decide to be committed to God and grow up, there's always going to be more. There's always going to be more to do, more to accomplish in God, more maturity, more growing up to do. I'm challenged by this verse in Ephesians, like, till we all come into unity, till we all come into the fullness of the stature of Christ, I'm just not there yet. But I am committed to growing. I'm committed to becoming more like Jesus. I'm committed to becoming the image of Jesus in this world. I'm committed to be like he was in this world. And that's what we need to, that's what we need to shoot for. You know, I had a lady, uh, Lois Burkett. I went to a class that she taught one time. She's a wonderful minister. And she taught me something that I've kept uh, for many, many years that there's always, there's always three, three obstacles that's going to happen when we're committed to growing up in God. The first one is, is crisis. And all these, all these obstacles are, are based in fear and intimidation of the enemy. But the first thing is crisis. You know, we, we, we will face a crisis when we start to commit to grow up. There can, as a new Christian, there could be strife in our family. There could be division in our family. It, it doesn't look like the right time when we commit to God many times. Um, 
The second thing um, that will come against us is currency. There, you decide that you're going to grow up and do everything God wants, and there will be financial struggles at times. Um, we'll be afraid. You know, again, fear and intimidation comes and says, you won't have enough if you follow God. You won't have enough if you follow God fully. You're, you're going to lose out on some deals because you've got to do things uh, a different way, the world's way to succeed. And so there will be a, an attack against our currency many times. And the third thing is criticism. You know, the enemy will come and say, who do you think you are? You know, even voices in our head. Um, you know, there's a lot today on intrusive thoughts. Uh, my daughter and I was talking about intrusive thoughts, voices in our head, voices that come and invade our headspace. You know, I, I try to teach this thing to my children. Our headspace is to be a holy place. Our mind is to be renewed. And we have the mind of Christ. And we need to stand on that. But criticism will come, whether it's from the enemy or voices in our head or from other people. They can be well-meaning people also, can try to discourage us um, from doing what we're, you know, doing what, what we're supposed to do to grow in God. To grow up in God, we got to unhook from the past and what people think. We got to unhook from past labels. We got to unhook from popular opinion. You know, we got to understand that we got we to gotta unhook sometimes from um, what people think about us. You know, it, listen, I can tell you something. You can have made a major mistake in your life and God can restore you. The book of your life is not defined by one bad chapter, by one breakup, by one bankruptcy, by one failure. You're, the book of your life is not defined by that. So many times after God's forgiven us, we still find that if we're going to grow and continue to grow, we can't continue to beat ourselves. No, we've got to unhook from criticism. And the criticism might be, we might be our own worst critic. Have you ever heard that? We might be the person that criticizes us the most. And we have to learn to unhook from that. And we got to unhook, got to hook, unhook from, um, our reputation. You know, the Bible says Jesus made himself of no reputation. So what, what people think of us? Growth cannot be stopped. If we're committed to grow and become like Christ, we can't let the things get in the way uh, between that growth. You know, in Hebrews 12, the Bible says that we would look to Jesus, that first we would lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily besets us. And we would look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. You know, I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel like I get it in one area <laughs> and then I go and lose it in another area. Now, I learned something in, in one of those times that growing up is a process and that as we grow, um, we become what God wants us to be, but we got to be real. If we're going to really grow, we got to express our real feelings to God because he already knows. When you can express your true thoughts and your feelings with him, that's maturity. Um, God isn't looking for Christian performers. He's not looking for us to be like elephants at a circus performing or people performing on a stage for him. He, he doesn't want us to come every Sunday to church and be a Christian performer. He doesn't want us to go out at, at work and be a Christian performer or just perform in front of other people. He wants us to be gut level real. He wants us to be real from the inside out. God is real with us, and he wants us to be real with him. And I found to mature, you've got to be yourself. 
You've got to be who you really are. God loves you for who you are, not what you can do or what you don't do. It's not based on performance. God loves you for who you are, and he wants you to be real. You know, he wants us to live a life. He wants us to live a life right in front of him. He wants us to live a life where we interact with him and where we're real with him, where we don't hold back. You know, I many times I get in this rut where I think, God doesn't know what I'm thinking, and I don't know why it happens, but I get into a place where I'm, I'm just rolling around all these thoughts and all these things, and I learned, you know, I've learned through the last uh, 10 years anyhow, you can't fight thoughts with thoughts. You have to fight thoughts with the Word of God, and it's so important, though, number one, that we get real. We get real with these thoughts that we're having. You know, God wants to know us to know Him like a father. He sees it all anyhow, so we, we might as well we might as well get real. I look back at Adam in the Garden of Eden, and I and I have to laugh because he tried to hide his nakedness from God with a fig leaf. But we we do the same thing. It, it may not be it may not be a fig leaf, uh, you know, like Adam had. But we try to hide from God in different ways. We try to hide from God by avoiding Him. We try to hide from God by not talking to Him, by just sitting and and thinking and having anxiety and, and stress. And we we try to hide from God by by just avoiding um, talking about a situation. You know, we we just go through the motions. I, I want it today. I just want to share this. But one day I said this. It's it's funny. I said, God, I feel like some days, like I take one step forward, and then I take three steps backwards. And God spoke to my heart right there, and He said, "Now that you're three steps back, pray and take a run at it." <laughs> you know, I thought, wow. God's got a sense of humor, but isn't it good that, that if we feel that way, we can be honest with God? I wouldn't share that with everybody, but to God, I could say, I feel like I'm, I'm going one step forward and three steps back. Have you ever felt that way? But if that's you today and you feel like you're, you've, you take one step forward and three steps back, then today's your day to pray and take a run at it. I believe that there's people that this is, this is hitting you right where you are today. And, and this is your time. Instead of drawing back from God, you've committed to God. Maybe there's something that sidetracked you. Maybe there's something that's got in your way. If you feel like this week even, you've went, man, I've went one step forward, and now I'm three steps back, and I'm not getting anywhere. The devil wants you to think you're just chasing your tail. Today's the day. If you feel like you've taken three steps back, get on your knees and pray, or get alone with God and pray, and take a run at it, and go forward. Because that's God's desire for your life, that you would grow up today, my friends. Thanks for tuning in today. You can find us at anchorchurch.live. Please let us know you're listening by filling out the digital connection card on our website. Again, that's anchorchurch.live. Remember, stand firm, stay anchored to Jesus, and you will weather any storm.